Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. This is episode 283 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure to check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. And of course, the amazing gentleman that designed our logo was good old Chris Capron. Simeon is joining me this week. What is going on, Simeon? Not too much. What's going on with you? Oh, so many things. You have no idea. My back is on I'd fire. I'd rather you not get into it. Yeah, you, you know, probably shouldn't. I was just trying to be nice. Oh. Oh, so you don't actually love me, Simeon? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but no, no, I don't. Ah, feelings are so hurt. If only I cared. Uh, and like always, we've normally start off with what made us happy this week. We're skipping that this week. Uh, we can just go ahead and say one or two words, but we went to Nebraska on this week, and we're going to be doing a separate episode on that. Simeon, though, if you want to say a few few things, set the mood, go for it. I had to travel several blocks to get to it. I had to travel uh, two hours to get to it. And that's enough. Uh, that's enough what made you happy this week. <laughs> All right, so uh, just because we're really cutting corners, we're doing a great show this week. We're going to just jump right into the news. And news this week is there is no news this week, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into community. There are dozens of us! Dozens! Uh, the Community Tuesday's question up on Facebook here was if you won the if you had the opportunity to make a ROC map, so if you won rock singles or teams, what location or scene would you base it on? Simeon, what kind of map? If you could design any map, what would it be? So I've actually talked about doing something similar to this for, like, local tourneys. And I'd love to do, like, if we did, like, an Omaha circuit or, like, even, like, a Midwest circuit, I'd love for the maps, like, the winnable maps to be, like, the venue that you wanted at. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you won the Krypton, like, let's say it's, like, you know, like, Krypton Open or whatever we're going to call it, it would just be the store with, like, the comic racks the toy racks the uh old bins of comics and then the gaming area and like the back and stuff like that i'd love to have map designed around that i think it'd give you like not only would you like have it and it would say like you know winner or whatever it says yeah. on it it would also be like a nice cool little reminder of like where you got it and it's actually like a, the layout of the store that would be really cool you give you the nebraska championship map right Champion. there. Championship map. Uh, I know, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but I mentioned the town from Blazing Saddles, the stand-up, the cardboard stand-up town. That would be a really cool map. Recently, Sioux Falls, about a month ago, a uh, city in South Dakota, got, uh, specifically one street, got kind of wrecked by a tornado, and it was all over the news, and like it destroyed an auto zone and like a, a Joann's and a few other spots. And me and my all my teammates at Rocktober said if we won Rock teams, we all kind of decided that we would make a West 41st Street map, and we would kind of make it in a way that Kevin's house was on was on it because he lives really close to it. Because during the tornado, a tree fell on his house, 
So we were like, we could have Kevin's house, we could have West 41st Street, we could have the wrecked, you know, generic, make instead of an auto zone, it's like a body shop or whatever. And then to put ourselves on it, we were going to have a, instead of a KDLT or whatever news van, it was going to be the uh, KKZ news pan, the Kevin Calder Zach news pan, or like a, the Nelson Ness Pogany, so like PPN or something, PNN, I mean, and then like something like that, like would be the uh, the way, our little Easter egg for the map. We did not that win teams, really funny. Uh, but I just thought it would be a really, really cute map. People would be like, what is like, you know, tornado, like <laughs> tornado alley or just West 41st street, like something really funny, you know? And then also like straight up putting someone's house on it, which I just think would be hilarious. So that, those yeah. were like my two, like, main I love making fun of tragedies. <laughs> it was just business. <laughs> it was only their livelihood, Simeon. Come on. No, I, I do love how like Kevin and the group message just deadpanned, like, a tree fell on my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. About like, it. How is everybody? Just... Is everybody okay? And it was like, tree fell on my house. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Uh, it was great. But anyways, uh, to start us off, uh, Citizen Chris Kurt said, The Omni in Atlanta, where all the good wrestling comes from. Nice. Uh, David G. Gaffney said, I would base it on a ranch in South Dakota, most likely. That sounds like a really good answer. I, I have to say that sounds like an amazing answer. I think that would honestly be the right answer to this question. Uh-huh. Seems like the worst possible mm-hmm. place to be. <laughs> Vigilante, <laughs> Vigilante Collectibles said the Elimination Chamber, ideally it'd have special rules to follow in match format, but it'd be a neat map regardless. The Elimination Chamber sounds pretty awesome. That would be a really sweet like Battle Royale map or something for sure. Yeah, I'd love that, and I'm assuming that we'll get one eventually, but a Hell in a Cell map as well. Oh, that'd be great. I would imagine it's coming down the pipe. David Herberger says, I'd like to see an Arctic terrain map, something like a Planet Hoth. Just frozen tauntauns everywhere. So, like, you know how you want to... Frozen tauntauns? Are Are they hindering terrain or blocking terrain if they're frozen? Uh, let's see. If you want to sell maps, you make those. You make those. You, make you can those destroy parts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can destroy them because you can cut it. Destroy, open, destroy a part. It and hide, hide, it, yeah. hide someone in there. <laughs> if you want to sell a map, make the snowbanks blocking terrain. That's all I know. Citizen Jedi Legend said Pride Rock from Lion King. Some central elevated with a river winding through it. Some foliage and a dense shadowy part hindering to represent the elephant graveyard. That is a really really cool idea. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I've never thought about like Disney stuff as good locations, but that's yeah. well. I mean, technically, Marvel's Disney locations now. Nah, but, no, don't, no, don't like, do that. Don't do like that. classic Disney. Yeah, no, like the, yeah. There's tons of stuff that you could pull from those. For sure. Uh, Tyler Murren says, "I feel like the Flash set should have had a Star Labs, but didn't. Also, mm-hmm. I would like a Firefly Funhouse map for WWE, really but that would mean." Map. I would need a Bray and Fiend figures. I would also take the Wyatt family swamp slash farm. That'd so we do have a... We've got a swamp coming down the pipe now, right? Yeah, we do. There is such a thing as a swamp coming down the pipe. And it's somewhat wrestling related. There is like it a is. ring there. Is a there. Ring. there is a ring there. So, I mean, you kind of get that. Um, I would imagine Bray or the Fiend or both will definitely be in Series 2. I can't imagine that they would skip them for series two. Yeah, I, I really hope they don't. I think it was pretty amazing uh, in the way he does it. I think it'd be really cool. Uh, people were saying like shifting focus to get off on a little tangent here. 
I would really think it'd be cool. Not a wild dial, but you know those dials where they have two different starting lines, and they shift between them, like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde dial, stuff like that. You know, I think that'd be really cool how he could switch yeah. to more psyching you out as uh, Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. And then he could literally just have a power to be each person, like the witch, the weird rat thing, the pig. I don't know their names. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. Sorry. Uh, that'd be really cool. Clues was one. Yeah, yeah, Blue's Clues. Yeah, of course, Blue. Uh, he shows up. Superhero, little plastic superheroes, uh, said Mogo. So I don't know how this isn't a a map yet. I really don't know how Mogo, or Ego for that matter, aren't maps yet. Or at least Mogo, he lets people like be on him and stuff. Mo- Ego, not so much. But like, I don't know how Mogo isn't a planet, or not a map. I mean, he's a planet. Whatever. You know, I don't know how he's not a map yet. Jeez. I think Mogo's just <laughs> perfect to be a map. It'd be cool. I agree. Um, although I kind of hope they never make him a map because I want to see him on like a two by two base. Um, we got Solaris in Superman Wonder Woman. And ever since we got that, I've always wanted Mogo to be like a two by two planet. Okay. And if we get him as a map, I think they'll just like call it good and never get it and to just us. Be like a lame map, no special rules. Just be like, oh, there's some hindering or some blocking or whatever. Yeah. Something like where you can make attacks through, certain squares or something like that um so i mean i'd rather get something than nothing but i just really really want uh like an actual figure for it uh citizen peter marchfield says if i had a chance to design a map it would be based around central yarnham i don't know what that is uh the first stage in bloodborne or ua academy Ooh. training dome from my hero academia that's so i know what the cool. second one is yeah. i know what that is at least uh that's like are a you sure cool... it's kind of kind of obscure show simian oh it's really not popular at all no people that are into anime don't even really don't watch what, my no, hero i don't know academia. what it is i don't even do they even have uh any dubs for it yet i think it's only no subtitled. i don't think so it's one of those shows yeah. that take like three years to get dubbed <laughs> Uh, so like I'd have to I'd have to look up the first stage in Bloodborne. I know that's like a Bloodborne is similar to Dark Souls, so I imagine it's like very dark and creepy. Right. But on. that's all I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's the extent. Superfan Christian Bogan said the Bat Cave. It hasn't been done in a while, and it would look gorgeous on a neoprene. Yeah, I don't. When was the last Bat Cave we got? You know, oh, was, yeah. was there one in animated series? I don't think so. No. Um, Animated, we got a ton of maps, but yeah, no Batcave. Right on. All right. Aaron Lloyd said, I'd pick Guy Gardner's Warrior Bar. Why would you pick the 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 Worst Green Lantern's (laughs) Warrior's Bar? So I think this is also uh, one of the few correct answers that we had this week. Uh, because if you remember a while ago, Malcolm actually asked us map related questions and I said, I would really dig a guy Gardner warrior bar. Um, cause yeah, that's awesome. You could do both a non cataclysmic version and then a like post and pre cataclysm version, like how they did with the no man's land. Cause the bar does get destroyed. So I think that'd be really cool. Uh, especially with the guy Gardner warrior bar. Don't lie to yourself. It'd be an awesome map. Come on. No, I, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, right up on Twitter, we got Ronnie, and he says, Wow, so many awesome answers. Mine would be a D&D dungeon with unbreakable walls to force progression. Maybe rooms with that spawn a random token that joins your opponent's force, or a light object for you. So this is sort of like a King's Tomb maze stylish of map with some extra like cool rules. 
Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. Let's see. Uh, last and least on Facebook is Lucas. Oh, did I say that wrong? Lucas ooh, Tom Van Hollen. <laughs> I just have to say that because his answer was, I'll let you know when we decide, winky face. Because uh, Lucas is a big old winner. How dare he? How dare he Huge. win at Hero Clicks? Yeah, how dare he? Back to back to back to back. I, well, I don't think like he's that. not really back to back. I think this is the first Rock uh, Cup he's ever won. I'm, don't misquote. I mean, quote me sure, Calder said. But, like, I want to say this is the first. Okay, obviously he won the Thursday night intro. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, the first real yeah. whatever Rock event like that he's, like, been a team winner of or, like, whatever. So, I think that's really cool. I'm actually really happy about that. I know he was talking about making someone's apartment uh, for it. I know who it is. I just I don't know if, if they are actually oh, going to no. do that or not. So I want to keep. It's the not mine, is it? Oh, I better Lord, pick up before Lord, they come I over. To not. There's a lot of hindering terrain in that apartment. <laughs> there is a lot. Uh, but pro, uh, protagonist Ben Jones on Twitter said Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard or Planet, and you'll have you'll see why I can't pronounce this one. Clendathu from Star Tri- Starship Troopers. Is that? Uh, where all the alien bugs are. Is that what they... I can't yeah. see. It's been a while. Uh, so that'd be think, really cool. I'm pretty sure. So I'm yeah. slightly biased in wanting that map because they filmed all of that planet in the Badlands of South Dakota. Fun fact for Starship Troopers. So I would really want that map. Like, really badly. The Badlands, or as other states call it, South Dakota. Ooh. I mean, that's only like <laughs> less than a third of our state. Like, it's like... All of Dakota. <laughs> both, both of them. Both Dakotas, uh, yes. That was the last one on Facebook, you said? Yep. So I can just go through them here. I want to say Demon Hunter, superhero, superhero, supervillain, Demon Hunter. World Martial Arts Tournament from DBZ. Is that just that big platform thing? Like with the thing I the imagine corners? so, like is big floating space thing. That, I really don't know anything about Or was it the, the, like, the like five-foot-tall raised platform um, early on? That could be it. Is that where the one with the Hercules... Must Satan guy? Hercule. Is Hercule Satan. I don't. I'm not. Is yeah. What, is that the martial arts tournament, or is there a different martial Master arts tournament? Master Roshi is a character. He is. He's got like a beard and sunglasses. That is uh, the extent That's of my crazy. Dragon Ball Z knowledge. That's it. Sorry. Uh, which one's Goku again? They all kind of look the same. <laughs> Jason the dark haired one. The dark haired. Yeah, the one with black hair. hair. The one with the black spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not not him. That one's uh, vegetable. The the one that wears orange. <laughs> Oh, there's like a million of them that way. Carrot cake. Carrot cake. Frieza! (laughs) Jason Levine (laughs) said, Battle World from the original Secret Wars series. That would be cool. I'd probably make it a 3x3 with locations you could place on the map, like uh, like the map from Crisis set. I don't know anything about the map from Crisis, so I didn't know if it had interchangeable locations or something on it. But that sounds pretty cool. Sounds neat. That'd be sweet if, like, uh, you're in, like, the weird world area. And combat values can't be, like, increased or, you know, whatever. Like, how the weird world trait goes. Yeah. And then you go to, like, the Doctor Doom area where all, like, the Thor cops are and everyone can use, like, PG team ability ability. or something. You could go beyond the wall where all the zombies are and Ultrons are and, like, robots and monsters can use steel energy or, like, everybody can use steel energy. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Citizen Mr. Clicksflix said... Ness Ranch. This also just seems like a correct answer this week. I think this is just a really solid answer. I think everybody's starting to really understand what these questions are about. I think it's really starting to click for the community. Uh, Matthew Ventura 
Uh, this one seems like an objectively wrong answer this week, but I'm not biased, so I'll still read it. Uh, Fortress of Solitude, I think an ice map would look pretty cool and be fun to play on with a mix of blocking and windows. Yeah. Alan John Wilkinson said, Ayers Rock, you can't climb the real one anymore, but doing so fictionally should be okay, right? So I might, this might show how little I know about anything. Do you know what Ayers Rock is? Ayers Rock? I don't know if it's the right way to say it. No, but I'm going to Google it real no? quick. Oh, what a good save, Simeon Bruce. We can, we can totally edit this uh, out. Let's this see. Video. It's a massive sandstone monolith in the heart of Northern Territories. The Northern Territories. Uh, Northern yep. Type of rock is Arcos. I don't even know what planet this is on. Nope. Certainly, that's, certainly not ours. That's as good as I could uh, do. Zach D said Crime Alley. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's, <yeah. laughs> that's a little dark. <laughs> Once per game effect. Shoot someone's parents. <laughs> Felt no. bad as soon as I said it. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Oh, wow. If you're if you're in the alley and a friendly is KO'd, you can use the Batman team ability for the rest of the game. Yeah. That'd be great. There would be like a lot of obscuring terrain, like shadows in the alley or something like that. Like the whole alley could just be obscuring. That'd be kind of neat. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much who answered our Wednesday's uh, community question this week. Normally, it's a Community Tuesday's question. We put that up every single Tuesday on Facebook and Twitter. If you want your answers read out loud each week, go ahead and pop on an answer over there. And thank you so much for everyone that commented. If you noticed some people had really cool titles in front of their name, that's because they support us on Patreon. So also, think about doing that. Moving right along in community, we have Jedi Legends Heroclix Tip of the Week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. So tip of the week is knockback caused by the all caps knockback key phrase is optional. But if you hit more than one target, you must either knock all of them back or none of them. You cannot pick and choose targets. And he said credit to Ray, or I say Ray, but it's R4YW for this tip. He's got this awesome gif, I don't know if you've seen it or not, of just two karate instructors pushing this little kid back and forth. It's like, oh, it's rough. It's kind of hard to watch, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but I have had people try to specifically knock back a certain character and be like, oh, I want to keep this guy next to me, but I want you to be gone. I'm like, sorry, man. That that ain't how it be, dude. Really do not be like that sometimes. But yeah, I think this is absolutely a really good tip to keep in mind, uh, knockback-wise. I really appreciate it. What do you think about it, Simeon? Uh, you know, I, it doesn't come up a ton where I'm going to knock back more than one person, but um, when it's, like, applicable, it's really fun. I know when Secret Wars Battleworld came out, I pulled a Witch Queen, and the map had, like, this tiny little bit of elevated on one of the sides, and my opponent, like, snuck up there and was trying to, like, take a, some offensive positioning, like, along the edge. And Witch Queen was like, sidestep, running shot, pulse wave. I also have force blast. So, like, no reducers for the fall damage. It was, Ooh. oh, it was so, so mean. That's pretty wrong. It was the meanest. Yeah, it was. You're just a terrible person, aren't you? I am. It shows. It really thank does. You. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jadalism, <laughs> for your tip. Moving right along, we got a couple of questions to answer. In Malcolm Rush, question block. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. And we actually are going to Japan this week. 
uh, unlike last week where we didn't have the time. So we have two different question blocks to get through, and I'm pretty excited to answer both. Starting off, uh, the first question block is going to be about the watch list, erratas, and clarifications over the years. Number one, which hero clicks that they put on the watch list or change with an errata slash clarification that WizKids went overboard with the changes and fixes to that hero clicks or rules? And what would you, what would you have done instead? Instead of just nerfing this figure into the ground, what would you have done instead, Simeon? Just instead of... So, I know I know this is one of your favorites. Um, so, I, I hope that you agree. I'll, I know that you agree with me on this one. But uh, Goblin King uh, got hit really hard after he won at Worlds. Um, he was barely out, I think, two weeks. I mean, he had to have been out at least two weeks, because that's how that works. But he was barely out, and instantly errated so hard that he became nigh unplayable, um, unless you're, like, mean and casual. He's either, like, too good for casual, or not good enough for competitive. He's one of those now niche characters. But I think at 175... Because what his errata was, was just, if you didn't play him at 275, he didn't have Power Cosmic. Which is like, okay, I guess. Um, it should have been, at 175, he had at least Willpower. Or maybe Power Cosmic, but not his Nightmare trait. And then at 75 points, he just didn't get anything. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what? Screw Goblin King, and I don't care. Uh, that's what <laughs> I think about that. Uh, no need to offend, except yes, I do. Uh, my hero click. Um, this one was in poor taste when WizKids changed this. I re- I was really, personally, I felt attacked. Uh, but that would be Vigilante from the Justice League set. See now, I really hate it when they print it wrong, uh, when they clearly meant it right, and they try to fix their own mistakes, and it just really ruins the game. So, Vigilante, if you don't know, is a cowboy on a motorcycle, which is pretty awesome. And he has the flight carry uh, speed symbol. And they took away his flying motorcycle in a terrible errata slash clarification that gave him boot, you know, carry symbol. How dare you take away Vigilante's flying motorcycle? Are you? Do you really hate cowboys that much? We are the backbone of America. That's a real shame, WizKids. I really, I really have never forgiven you for that. To go along with that... Uh... Eternity, when Eternity came out in the Avengers Infinity set, his dial didn't match his card, and I think it was, I can't remember which was better, I think it was like the dial was better, like at a certain point level. Yeah, they ruled it it like the easier fix, which was like them not having to send out new cards, I believe. Um, Something like that, yeah. So... That was another one where I was like, man, but it would have been like so much better had he actually started with that power that you clearly intended him to start with. But Right. For sure. Moving right along, question number two. Which ones did they not do enough to fix that Heroclix or change? Uh, and what would you have done instead? I'm going to steal your answer and say Faust just should have straight up been banned. Um, yes. They, I don't, I don't know if there is a history of them ever banning a figure ever, but they errated him and then they retired him early. Yep. When clearly the the fix all along was just this figure cannot be used for competitive play or just like I mean it should be known that he shouldn't be used in like Golden Age either, but not 
not banning him outright means that it has to be specified for any Golden Age legal game from here on until forever that yeah. Faust like isn't allowed. Otherwise, he can be brought. He can be brought. I mean, that's right. Like, if we try to do a fun Golden Age night and we don't spe- specify, like, hey, don't be a jerk, doing fun stuff, or specifically say, and this is in every single time we post rules, especially at Rainbow, we always say, no Faust, no Felix Faust, because no matter what, even if he is Golden Age, he completely ruins Golden Age. Faust, like, just sucks to play against. It's not fun. It's not playing Heroclix, and that's not cool. And I understand them not wanting to ban a figure. It, feel, it seems like a really negative thing, but... Almost every game company has banned cards or whatever for any format. So it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, my answer uh, was Vulture. I don't think they actually fixed him at all. And I think he should have got changed to he can use charges free. This is kind of what me and Simeon were talking about a while ago. Kind of like how the AI Black Panther, when he KOs a character, he can use charges free this turn. Just give Black, uh, Just give Vulture one more charge, and that's it. Instead of each time he KOs a character. I think that's fine. And he doesn't wipe your team in t- two minutes. And that feels real the, cool. <laughs> the uh, worst part about Vulture is it's not even a good Vulture in like the comic sense. Like We've got all these figures that are great. And then you look at, like, why has there never been a Doc Ock that could do that? You know, that could go on a right. Why has there never been a Wolverine who would, like, berserker barrage and go through, like, hand ninjas like their tissue paper? Because those are people that have actually done that. Yeah, unless there's a comic where something, you know. Yeah, unless there's like a comic where Vulture just goes to like a retirement home and just beats up old people for an entire issue. I don't know why he was like made like this anyhow. Especially since it's not even like Adrian like Tombs Vulture. It's uh Renero Blackie Drago. Like, sure, you know, that guy, that vulture, the one we all know and love. Like, no. Vulture should not be the figure that does this. It, it should have been like Zombie Sentry that could just wipe an entire board. You know, if you've read zombie comics, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it just seems so weird that it's a vulture doing all of this. It's uh, pretty lame, in my opinion. Next up, question number three. As I click through these windows here, which ones missed the boat on the fixes and changes to that hero clicks or rule? Uh, what, what rule would you do instead? So one they fixed, you're like, ah, it's not quite right, though. This is how I would have fixed it. Uh, Trader's the only one that I can think of in, like, recent enough memory. Because it's very recent. But it's the only one I can think where they did make a change, and I would have, I would have like, uh, liked it to be different. And I just think it could have been... It could have been just, like, anything else. Because yeah. what they did basically made him, like, a unique figure. Um, and that yeah, wasn't, yeah. The, like, the issue to me. That wasn't the issue in my experience was him, like, not being unique. I very rarely played against a team that had more than one trader. It was more the the combo with certain equipments that was really rough. And that was also my answer as well, was trader. I believe... Very simple one. I said it before is let's make the trade a fair trade and have it be the same point value. And you could have not made it once per turn. Any trader could have done it. You just could have made it the same point value. You know, if it's a 30 point object, I, you know, just not saying anything specifically here. Uh, you'd have to do another 30 point object, five point object, you know, 10 points, whatever. Make the trade fair like that. That seems thematic to me. I think it's an awesome fix. But of course, it's my idea. So, of course, I think it's awesome. 
But it does make me want to try him with uh, Malekith and the Casket of Winters, though. Ooh, that actually is kind of not. Weird. Although I've never sure seen that... anyone use the Casket of Winters properly. To be fair, I've only played against it like maybe once or twice. I've tried so many times to. So in order to pull the Casket of Winters off, it is so much harder than the Kobic Cube trait. Um, but in order to pull the Casket of Winters off, it's has to be given a power action you get three tokens at the end of each turn you remove one so at the end of the turn where you activate it you already remove one and you're down to two um, at the end of each turn the character whose turn ends they get action tokens on every i believe it's like that character only gets action tokens on everyone without the specific keyword it's like deity and as guardian or something like that and so basically, you're giving a power action where in three turns, you have to activate it again or the object is destroyed. If you run out of tokens, the object's destroyed. And I believe that your opponent only ends up with one action token if it's done, like, like if, you, if the object's destroyed. So whenever I theorycrafted with building it, it, was, it involved somebody with colossal stamina or a lot of leadership. And that's not something that you can easily do with uh, as guardian, so it just never happened. Hmm. Gotcha. Sucks to suck, huh? Number. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah great explanation, Simeon, but whatever. <laughs> Stop being cold, dumb elf. Number four. Which hero clicks or rules never got put on a watch list or never got an errata, but should have? What changes would you suggest? What figure never got watch listed that you wanted to have watch listed? And what should the change be? Uh, I think Wendigo should be on the watch list. Um, I know he's like too new to go on, but we had Proteus on there. About to say. And I, I don't think... I think if Proteus is in the same set as Wendigo and also not only got on the watch list, but also had an errata issued... Um, it's not too late for or too early for Wendigo. Um, sure. But the big one is the first title character we ever got, Deadpool Merc with the Mouth. His keywords aren't right, and he needs the right keywords. And I'm I'm still mad about this. It's been years, but I all you got to do is just say, like, hey, he's got these keywords instead. Literally just copy-paste any keywords from a different Deadpool in that same set, and it would be better. Yep. I 100% agree. X-Factor and Initiative aren't exactly very Deadpool-like keywords. No, uh, no, what was it, Mercenaries, Deadpool Mercs, Merc Corps, yeah. whatever. Either way, really sucks. Really not a fan of that. Because I really liked that title character when it came out. I try to put him as, like, many teams as possible. Uh, my answer would be Mary Marvel. Uh, she absolutely still needs to get watch listed. <laughs> She's terrible. You need to uh, get rid of her hypersonic speed and any other power she has at all. Uh, she sucks, and I hate her. Uh, and of course, You're M10. Right. Uh, yeah, of course, I'm always right. Uh, M10 Iron Man. I this really shocked me that he never got watch listed. Obviously, resources aren't as big of a deal, but throughout the entirety of his life, resources were huge, and they only kept getting more important while he was modern. So it really surprises me that M10 Iron Man was never watch listed, honestly, in the first place. So yeah, no, I, might not have, I do I, hope they watch list uh, Mary. Yes. So that she can use heavies in her hypersonic attacks. Absolutely not. I would rather <laughs> rather get Mr. Sockoed 18 times in a row than have to play against the Mary Marvel that can do that ever again. 
And just for her, of course, it could be an ultra heavy because why not? We'll let you cheat that way too. Oh, I hate her. I hate her so much. Number five, what do you think WizKids, uh, do you, sorry, excuse me. Do you think WizKids is doing a good job with their watch list and the fixes that they make for hero clicks? Why or why not? Uh, I think they're getting better. Um, I don't want to say they're not doing a good job because they are doing a job and that's, you know, better than them just allowing everything to go as is and they're catching stuff quicker. Um, I would like a little bit more, let's say, like conversation or insight into when they just straight up ban maps. Um, I know it's like fairly obvious to like most people why certain maps should be banned, but when uh, like the Teen Titans side of the Rebirth map was banned before it was ever even legal. Yeah, I, that just seemed very strange to me. Um, the open air maps that got banned without ever making like a big dent in any comp like competition that seemed weird to me. Um, like, I mean, Proteus got banned before making a dent in competition, or he got errated. Sorry. Right. But that's the other thing is maps don't usually get like watch listed and errated. They usually just get straight up banned, and it really sucks when you have a map that uh, you just can't use. And it's like one of the ones they sent you to use. And then before two weeks even goes by, they're like, nah, never mind. Give us back. Right. Because it feels like we really don't have a ton of maps like until RC maps were made modern, le- modern age legal. Excuse me. It felt like we really were hurting for maps there for a while. And I absolutely want more of the merrier. Because I, I want to play on Titan's Tower because I like the Teen Titans. But... I can't because it's has like a flawed design. There's no stairs. Like it's just it's a little messed up. So it's just banned, you know. And that that kind of it's kind of bummer. How hard would it be to say like there's elevated one to elevated two on each end? Yeah. Like you can go from elevation one to two. Like you know, um, the elevator thing was like a cool idea, but also making it a power action meant that. I was never going to do that anyhow. Yeah. It was cool for flyers, but... And I'll I'll still play on it, because in casual, it doesn't really matter. No one's bringing special terrain to ruin your day on a specific map. Right. Special Uh, terrain and shaman. (laughs) I don't know. My venues, I always got to worry about that. That shaman invisible jet guy is always bringing shaman in the invisible jet. Always wasting 108 points, this guy. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, every single time. Even in modern age, what is he doing? Shaman in the invisible jet. Shake my darn head. Uh, but yeah, to answer the question, I do think WizKids is doing a fine job. Uh, I do quite enjoy the articles they put out for their clarifications. And I do uh, uh, like, especially this one, how timely and how quick it was resolved. So I think they're doing a fantastic job with their clarifications currently. Number six. How would you improve future watch list errata and clarifications, Simeon? I would just open the watch list to a larger, um, like a larger list of figures. So we got four in this last one. Um, I think anything that wins a major event should be put on the watch list, just because, like, maybe us as a community doesn't think, uh, like, uh, let's say, like Mangog needs to be changed, but I think it's safe to say that WizKid should at least like look into it. Um, so 
let's say, the top eight at Worlds this year, any figure or resource that was used, any figure or like item or uh, sideline or whatever that was used in one of the top eight teams should be put on the watch list. And the majority of them can go by without actually getting changed, and that's fine. Like, that's actually what I would prefer. But I think that if they're actually showing that they're, you know, watching, that would make sense. Sure. And then, yeah, just because it's it's being watched doesn't mean that it needs changed, so. Right. Uh, watch those changes that aren't uh, necessarily... How do I put this? That, like, changed the wording. Like, I really enjoyed the change, the quote-unquote change, more or less clarification, to the boxing ring, because it just made a lot of sense. Obviously, Colossals can't be both in and out of the ring, because their base is all weird, they don't sit right, it's just very difficult to look at, it doesn't make any sense, so they're like, you have to be either all the way in, or all the way out. So, I think changes like that are really cool. Ones that don't just fix a character they don't like or one that's just too powerful right now but they actually physically fix something that would just make more sense in the game i I really enjoy changes like that ones where it's like literally no one could possibly get mad about that because it's just a legitimate like smart fix and of course uh keep it fast just like this one the one week turnaround on the change is fantastic now keeping it fast doesn't mean make a really quick change or whatever just throw it out there still make a good change and I think these changes were okay. Obviously, we both agree that Trader could have done a little bit more. And some characters got away unchanged that we probably think should have gotten changed. Gardner. Uh, Gardner. <laughs> Gardner <laughs> uh, but besides that, um, I liked I like how fast it was as long as they make uh, smart, concise decisions uh, for how they do their watch list and clarification. So that was the first question block from Malcolm Rush. Thank you so much for sending that in. The second question block is going to be about team abilities. Please include all HeroClix team abilities. Examples of Marvel, DC, WWE, Star Trek, and Independent. So let's go ahead and start off. There are 11 questions. They're not all best worst favorite, which is awesome because that would mean like there'd be 33 answers. Instead, there's one best worst favorite, and the rest of them are all about one or two answers, which is really cool. Uh, number one, best worst favorite of the team abilities. Please use team abilities on base of the Heroclix characters. Do not include additional team abilities, ATA, because that is question four. Best worst and favorite Heroclix team abilities, Simeon, go for it. All right. I think the best team abilities um, are Power Cosmic and Quintessence. Power Cosmic slash Quintessence, they're the same. Also the Q Continuum, that's also the same. And then the WWE team ability is Ooh. really, really bonkers. Um I haven't been playing a lot of WWE, but I've been playing a little bit of it. Uh, I'm still waiting for some of my figures to come in. And Asuka is crazy when she gets to her last click and she's got a 20 from close. She's got like 18 combat reflexes. Can't be shot, can't be outwitted because she's on a blue click. And yeah, that's just, I mean, that alone, plus she's got like other stuff going on on her dial, but that alone is crazy good. Worst team abilities are the Avengers, JLA, and like Federation. Anything that gives you a plus one static to move is not a plus one to speed to move. Um, that's just awful. I hate it. I wish it was old, the old style again. Yeah. And then my my personal favorite is the Outsiders and like PD or Hydra team ability. Okay. I really love doing police team swarms. Because it doesn't matter what your defense is, if I drop it by three, you know, it's going to even things out for me. Yeah, like, like a lot. Um, you We kind of like overlapped a lot with this one. So I said 
Power Cosmic slash Quintessence slash Q Continuum for the best one. Worst, I believe, is Superman Enemy. I think it's kind of finicky to get it to pull off. Obviously, I, I like I like it, um, but it's a little weird. Right. I might be thinking of something else. I want to say Superman Enemy is the one with the outwit. And then there's no, one yeah, one. You're, no, you're right. Is that right? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You're so right. The one yeah. with the outwit is a little weird. I know there's another, like, Injustice League or whatever, which is just, like, Brotherhood, which is great. That's Brotherhood and stuff. That's fine team ability. But the whole next to a higher opposing character can use that wit, blah, blah. It's a little it's a little too complicated uh, for my Yeah, it's pretty worried. Yeah. Um, if they're adjacent to a friendly character of lower points that can use this team ability, it can use outwit until your next turn. Like, the lower point character yeah. can? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I can, lower point character can. Like, that's okay, sure. You know, yeah. I, I'm not in love with it. It's not, like, super ideal. Uh, and then my favorite was also Hydra, Outsiders, and Watchmen. Uh, I think they're all really cool team abilities. I really enjoy Hydra PD for the same reason you said. I really enjoy Outsiders for, uh, you know, nerfing other people with their uses, their insane uses of Perplex, to, you know, making sure my guy, if he does an ability that gives him a lot of negatives or something, uh, making sure his stats stay the same. And I also really like Watchmen. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it is uh, your combat values cannot be modified by opposing effects, which I think is a really cool team ability, and I wish they would use it more. Uh, yeah, we, I wish we had more Watchmen. I think it's an awesome, insanely good team ability for just a bunch of dudes in costumes <laughs> running around. It's like the world's finest KC pieces. Not the KC team ability, but like the additional trait that they yes. all had. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Number two, over the years, some team abilities have been changed from their original uh, abilities. Which one of these changes has improved or made it worse in the Heroclix game, Simeon? I think the one that's been improved the most is Underworld. And I say that because they've got a new symbol for it that is across the board. Yeah, it makes it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, some brass knucks instead of a domino mask or yeah. whatever it was. Um I kind of want them to, like, as much as I love seeing, like, Fantastic Four, Skrulls, Spider-Man, you know, Galactus's helmet, as much as I love seeing those as, like, the team ability, I really wish that we had just, like, static team abilities that were uh, across universe, like the Underworld one is. Um, or at least, at the very least... Um, make sure that we have the same a team ability on both sides. Cause I don't think there's a yeah. Marvel version of green lantern, but that was, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. That was, that was the only one I think it was improved. The one that I think got a lot worse was I already said Avengers JLA Federation. Um, the fact that you used to have be able to move and it didn't count towards your action total meant that you could move like your swarmy teams up which really would have helped Star Trek, like, getting into position. It's like, you know, a 300-point game, but I can move seven people, and it doesn't count towards my action total. That would have been great. I uh, can't do that anymore. And then the other one is Mystics. I think it should have either been unavoidable damage and uncopyable, or penetrating and copyable. I think the fact that it's not Both. it's uncopyable and only penetrating made it uh, pretty sad. Because there's yeah, a lot of characters, yeah. There's there's so many people that are like, I've got super senses and mystics. It's like great, I've got invincible. So so I'm what? Gonna, loser? I'm just gonna hit you. 
Uh, I kind of agree with the Avengers one. I said that one absolutely got worse. Uh, the change to Avengers, JLA, and whatever, Star Trek, really sucks. It's super not cool, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, the one I did think got better was Brotherhood. Brotherhood used to be old Avengers, which was still solid, but the it being, whatever, uh, the whole 10 or higher to remove a token, plus the amazing synergy that they gave it in this latest set has absolutely made Brotherhood one of my new favorite team abilities, so kudos there. Oh, yeah. Number number three, which team abilities WizKids stopped using, and uh, do you want them to bring back, and why? I really want them to bring back the Kaiju team ability, which is just old-school mystics. <laughs> so in Golden Age, you can bust out a Kaiju for, like, I think the cheapest one is like 250, um, and then you can still copy. You can still copy it. So your whole team, if you play a team of wild cards, your whole team can have old school mystics once again for only the low, low price of half your build at least. <laughs> Most of your build, if oh, not. Yikes. Unless they do um, a crazy like 400 something point game. But I just no, I really do. Build. I want them to bring back, uh, not necessarily Pacific Rim, but I'd love for them to do a like full-on kaiju set. Um, then, of course, the Fantastic Four team ability, just because that'll mean that we get the Fantastic Four back. And the Minions of Doom team ability, because, I mean, it's just another wild card, but it's like evil wild card, Ooh, you know? Those Spooky. scumbags. What if they they could change it to, like, unavoidable damage when this character is hit with an attack and uh, not make it uncopyable. That could be the Minions of Doom team. Ability. When this character is targeted by Outwit, you can yell, <laughs> Richards! At the top of your lungs. Richards! <laughs> uh, team abilities I think they should absolutely bring back is the Ultimates team ability, because I want more Ultimates in the modern game. Really weird that Ultimate Thor did not have the Ultimates team ability. Either that's just them not wanting to use it again. Or whatever. I think you could still ignore Hindering Terrain anyways, but I, I wanted the, to see the Ultimate U printed on the old dial there. And of course, like I said earlier, I wanted to bring back the Watchmen team ability, because that means, yeah, more Watchmen. So I'm like 100% on board for that. Number four, best, worst, and favorite additional team ability, Simeon. I only have one for this, and it's my favorite, and that is Gen 13. Because I Ooh. loved Gen 13 comics growing what's up. What's that do? Um, what's that? What does that do? The Gen 13 team ability. It's uh, at the beginning of the game. You choose a keyword for all characters using the team ability, and all opposing characters with that keyword. Um, oh, you choose one keyword for all the characters that are using the ATA. Uh, all opposing characters with that keyword modify their attack minus one when a character using the ATA is targeted. So it almost made Gen 13 playable. It uh, never helped me win a game, but Yikes. I still used it. That's a really good team ability. Like you're playing yeah. against another theme team. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really it was. solid. Yeah. I also like uh, I like the animal ATA, but oh yeah, for sure. It's a little busted on most teams that you use it with. So right on. I had to say best was I can't remember if that's still the case. I know it got changed. And I honestly can't remember what the change was. But the Heroes for Hire team ability was really good there for a while. So I definitely thought that kind of deserved to be the best. Worst. In oh, yeah, opinion, I ran that one more than once. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. It's really solid, especially with that Ghost Rider and the Bat Belt. Some old school tech right there. And if you look at that Ghost Rider nowadays, you're like, he is so bad. 
Uh, worst <laughs> has got to be the Mighty Avengers. I think out of like the four or five Avengers ATAs, this one had to be the worst. It was like destroy a piece of blocking terrain and then maybe make a heavier light object. And it's like, eh, you know, there weren't a million Avengers walking around with walks through blocking and, you know, to really try to abuse this. So it really wasn't that good. And then my personal favorite was Howling Commandos. It made everybody a battle, like kind of battlefield medic there where if someone took like two or three or more damage on your last turn, then you can use support to target that character. So I thought that was really cool. Everybody's kind of like, you know, bandaging up people on the battlefield. I really just dug the Howling Commandos ATA. I thought it was awesome. And then next up, we have number five. Ooh, should WizKids bring back ATAs? Why and how? No. I would say no. <laughs> Why? Because no. How? Don't. I would say the one... All right, the, I'm going to give them like the one opportunity they could bring them back. If they really wanted to get into like the competitive aspect of Heroclix, and I'm talking about WizKids here, if they really wanted to like culture and foster the competitive side, what they could do is issue like rotating ATAs to bring like certain team, like certain uh, keywords like up to snuff. So like let's say Avengers was really good when uh, you had Star Fox and Hawkeye. So then you would give like I don't know like Justice League an ATA that like gives them like a plus one to range attacks or something. I don't know. You just like if they wanted to use it to to like uh, artificially modify the meta scene, sure. I'd be fine with it because I could just like completely ignore it. <laughs> like, right. but uh, I think that it would be, that'd be like the one situation where I think it'd be okay. Um, I just don't think, I think ATAs are awful for new players. Um, yeah. I think that they're really wordy. They didn't really do much in most circumstances. And in the ones where they did, they did way too much and they made your team like, way too powerful in certain builds and that's yeah for sure i mean this is coming from i loved atas when they were legal or whatever i tried to put an ata on every team even if it was on only like one character because i just thought they were really neat you know i'm like atas those are so dope you know like this makes my sinister syndicate like way better against spider-man you know that's thematic you know will i face a spider-man like team that day probably not but like it would be cool when it happened you know like atas were just really neat I liked them. If they did bring them back, uh, I would absolutely want them to all be optional, printed on the cards of characters that can use them, or uh, in LE uh, kits, give your venue like a block stack of ATA cards. It was really weird, uh, you know, going home and print off ATA, be like, this is what I can use. I can totally use it. Trust me, it's legal. I'm allowed to print it off. Like, trust me, it's super cool. You know? You didn't have like a binder full of them all? Yeah. Well, or no. like pages like stapled no, together. No, all these like ATA pages. Like, yeah, this is the one I'm using this week. It's the bottom right corner ATA. This is uh, for yeah. my for my Morlocks team. All right, get that right, please. Yeah, no, but like that was kind of weird. I liked it when they had it printed on cards for a while. Like they did that for Superman, Wonder Woman, and Iron Man uh, for sure. I can't remember any others, but like that was really cool. I appreciated that. So yeah, they would do it. You know, make them like that. But there's so much that's already in teams between. 
you know, equipment, there's still a resource legal. So there's like equipment, there's map terrain, there's maps themselves, there, you know, there's ID cards, there's so much stuff going on. You know, I don't know if we really need ATAs to come back. If they did, I would welcome it. I thought it was really cool when they let people design ATAs. You know, I thought for secondary kind of winning thing besides designing a figure or, you know, if you won, you know, whatever, just nationals or whatever, got like an ATA design. I think that was really cool. And obviously having more player input and being able to design elements of the game, I think is awesome. So if they do that, bring that part back. Absolutely. Moving on to number six, if you could fix a team ability or ATA, which ones and how? Uh, I, if I was going to fix a team ability, I would change them back. Give me back <laughs> my old Avengers, my old Justice League, my old uh, Mystics. Give me, give me my childhood back. Jeez, not really my my childhood. I'm really old. Um, but no, I I don't think that the change to Avengers was a good one. And I think with them trying to move towards more lower point, like higher fi- higher amount of figs on like the field, the plus one to movement was just like the wrong way to go. Um, and then my other the change that I want to see the most is I want Green Lanterns to be able to carry flyers, whether they take away like the I very rarely use the like eight passenger part of it. I'll yeah. carry you know three, four, if I'm doing a swarm team, maybe five or six. But Green Lanterns can carry people that fly because they just put them in like a bubble. It doesn't matter if they have wings or if it's Superman or, you know, if it's like Lex and Power Armor. It doesn't matter. Like, none of that matters. They just like put them in a bubble and carry them around. So why they can't carry flyers, that's, that's the thing I have an issue with. For sure. I would fix Superman Enemy... And I would give them like the Exodus kind of trait when someone would use move and attack. Kind of shows a lot of Superman's enemies somehow, I don't know how, just sort of get a hold of Kryptonite. So I kind of like a stopping him in his tracks when he's going to like hypersonic or charge up or something would be kind of cool. Give them an Exodus style trait for their team ability, which is still, I get it, super wordy. So instead make it like just a static four squares when someone would move and try to make an attack. Like whatever, you know what I'm saying. A power Like hyper time. Yeah, kind of like hyper time. So I think that'd be but really better. cool in, in a way, yeah. Or just straight up give them exploit weakness or something like that. And we got Kryptonite, you know. Well, look at those guys. Look at them run around. I also said the ju- uh, not the Just League, but the Green Lantern team ability should be fixed. It should just be the willpower, damage power that was on a lot of figures. The yeah. willpower targeted with outward perplex roll a d6 four through six. They can't be targeted with outward perplex. Like the fact that there is any Green Lantern anywhere, and I know this willpower doesn't totally make one to one sense with what they're trying to say it is, but it's a their thing is willpower. We have a power called willpower. Every Green Lantern should have willpower. You know, I understand the team ability is specifically the honor guard, uh, but I, I still think just the Green Lantern team ability being just willpower, four through six outweight would be really cool. It'd be really dope. Number seven, if WizKids let you create a new team ability, what would it be and uh, what would it, how would it work? I would make something that's something to like bounce the playing field for new properties. So I really like what they did with the WWE team ability. I think there's a lot going on, like a lot, a lot going on with it. Um, But I do really like how they tried their best to take these figures that are like close combat only and make it so they weren't going to get absolutely destroyed in like most matchups. 
I think if they started doing this with like not necessarily Trek because it's a little bit too far gone for Trek to like get pulled sure. into this kind of thing, but you know, let's say they pull in uh, like Umbrella Academy and they get the Umbrella team ability, and that like gives them you know certain like boosts to different things. Um, of course, it's not going to make sense to keep everyone protected from range, but you know if it was like this character takes a max of like three damage for like any one attack or something like that, you know, just like small powers like that, where it's, you know, you're not going to one shot the character or you're not going to just snipe them from 10 squares away kind of thing. Um, I think it's great because it actually allows you to play more, more, uh, figures and like variety and not get completely wiped. Okay. Yeah, man. Right on. It definitely does feel like a lot of the weird third-party style properties uh, are definitely lacking in that WWE team ability 100% helps the WWE, so it makes sense to want more things like that to just sort of give them not even a leg up, just like more viability in multiverse-style games, right? Are you saying that the Street Fighter team ability wasn't really good? Uh. I'm not saying it made or break games. You know, power, move three squares, make a close attack is so amazing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's so good. Oh, let's move uh, up to. You could have moved oh, move up to, one oh, excuse me. or two. <laughs> you didn't have to go all three. Right. That's the uh, best part. I'm such a silly, silly man. Uh, no. Uh, number seven. If Whiskey's let you create. Yeah, new team ability. Uh, so mine would be patriotic, and the team symbol would be Captain America's shield. Uh, when this character is... Oh, so this character cannot be dealt damage from being knocked back. When this character is knocked back, they have next turn free, move that many squares. So it kind of shows that no matter how many times you knock down a patriotic American, that we always get back up and we get right to it. You can't keep America down, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't laugh. If you're laughing right now, stop. This is my 100% serious team ability that I know, I just know, will be in the best set of 2020. That's right. The Captain America and the Avengers set. Ah, uh, yes. I can already feel the red, white, and blue coursing through my veins. I also may be having a stroke. Simeon, call an ambulance. I think that's... Your diet of pizza and uh, donuts from this weekend. That was just uh, today. Up. <laughs> that was just today, and I still drank water, so it's fine. Monday, it's oatmeal <laughs> and chicken breasts and like maybe some steak. All right, let's. This has nothing to do with hero clicks. So let's move <laughs> on. The patriotic team ability is an amazing team ability, and it should totally get made. I just like it. I think it's a neat idea. Plus, it's no, patriotic, I, so obviously. I do like made. that. Yeah. I also, I think it's weird that, like, the Spider-Man team ability, like, I get that he's on a lot of teams, but, like, as a character, I don't think you would be, like, name, like, Spider-Man's top five traits, and one of them would be, like, he's a great team player, like, maybe you would say that, but I don't think you'd say, like, he's a great team player, like, if uh, the Spider-Man team ability was, like, super senses on a four through six, and then they never have to put super senses on his dial again, yeah, that'd be pretty That'd be cool. But, like... So, yeah. Spider-Man himself is a great team player, but Black Cat sure isn't, you know? Like, other yeah. people that get the Spider-Man team ability, like, are definitely not, you know? That's my, yeah, that's my they biggest problem with team abilities. themselves with is, Spider-Man. Yeah, they, they give, it's like... Loose, it's a loose thread. Anyone that's Batman ally, like, in a comic, 
gets the Batman team ability. And it's like, even if they're not stealthy, it could be like banging symbol man. And he helped Batman on a case one time. So he gets Batman team ability. It's like, yeah, but he's the noisiest man in all of comics. His face is a symbol, you know, is like Dr. Bong's DC rival. Uh, Number eight, what common mistakes do you see players make with team abilities? Misuses, don't understand, forgetting about it, etc., etc. One of the ones that was hard with the new change was the plus one from Avengers, JLA, Starfleet, etc. The plus one to the move does not give you plus one speed, so that means it doesn't work with charge, it doesn't work with hypersonic, it is a plus one to static movement, so if you're carrying somebody, like if you're carrying one person, then you get a plus one, but you also get a minus one because you're carrying. So like, that's pretty much the only time that it helps you is if you're right. carrying somebody, um, or you just really want to like plant Hulk eleven squares up instead of ten yeah. squares. Yeah. Um, you gotta cause that mass destruction, bro. Reminding older players that Mystics isn't unavoidable anymore. So. If you hit somebody, like if you've got Superman and he hits somebody with Mystics and he's got Invincible, and they're like, all right, take your Mystics. And you're like, I did, but I reduce it. That That's really, what? that's what hard to explain. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, it's hard to explain to people, just mostly because it's sad. Um, and then uh, explaining how Protected Outwit, granted from Power Cosmic and Quintessence, doesn't mean that they are uncounterable. So there's a lot of characters out there that say do XYZ and you can choose a power that that character can't use. Or like if they're hit, they can't use defense powers. Anything that doesn't explicitly use outwit can get past uh, things that are protected outwit, basically. Right. Uh, so I would say biggest one is forgetting to use it in general. Like overall, even if you are doing a static move with Avengers, as lame as it may be, you might as well move up that plus one if it makes sense for you to do it. Stuff like that. X-Men 2 ability. I see a lot of people not use the X-Men team ability, especially with all these crazy X-Men we get. It's really helpful and sealed, so absolutely use it. It's awesome. But the reason people just don't know how to use it is, once again, all of that information is online. It's not printed anywhere easily acceptable, so I'm not going to say this is the player's fault. As much as it is WizKids not having a little team ability card for, like, all... Mar- I know they can't print Marvel and DC on the same thing, but why not just print all DC? And then throw that in a DC starter, or all Marvel, throw it in a Marvel starter. That's my biggest uh, problem with people not using or knowing how to use team abilities, is that they really just don't know. And if you don't know, you don't know. And that's just, that's it. Number yeah. nine, uh, any advice on how to use team abilities better in a hero clicks game, Simeon? Well, to go along with your thing, uh, remember to use them. Yes. Um, so things that I put, uh, police team, Hydra, and shield are like great for team building. Um, things like power cosmic and quintessence are great when you've got like one character that needs to be unbeatable or, you know, unoutwittable. But, uh, for team players, you really want, you know, if you've got two PD guys, um, Secret Wars Battleworld gave us a ton of PD stuff. Uh, EarthX gave us some decent PD stuff. So, like, if you want a team that synergizes well, make sure you use, like, you know, your your PD, your Hydra, your Shield. Yeah. Um, if you've got wild cards, it's a free action, so you can swap each turn um you can swap off of ids so a trick where you like call somebody in 
you free action take their team ability, and then you've got it until you free action choose again. So that's always fun. For sure. I, I Once again, I agree. I think certain team abilities that can just be built around, uh, PD and Hydra being like the biggest two, I think you absolutely should have team abilities like that. And if you want to use those team abilities, try to build around them. It's not super useful only having one police uh, on your team instead of as it is having three or so. Like, it's way better. Um, characters that just are fine by themselves with one team ability, having one outsiders on your team is sometimes more than enough, maybe one or two, but if you can fit an outsider in there on your, like, politician team with black lightning or something, then by all means do so, but just be aware of, like, how good that team ability is and how useful it absolutely is. Also, make that person a big target. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Understanding how to play against other people. If there's a team ability that totally, like, shuts down, like, a lot of what you do, make that dude a target. Like, playing against them is also pretty huge. Uh, number 10. Oh, yeah, I wanted to say uh, Green Lantern as well. So, it's super weird to try to use Green Lantern, but if you know you're doing, like, a Justice League team, like, by all means, have Batman, Blue Beetle, and whoever else next to Hal Jordan there so you can move him up. Like, might as well. You know, build around it. Like, work, work, play to their strengths, really. Number 10 is uh, some Hero Clicks characters have never had a team ability on their base. Which ones do you think WizKids should have included a team ability for and why? So for this one, I kind of, I didn't like, I didn't necessarily pick out specific people, but just in the general sense, um, people who don't match like the keyword specifications, so they're not like on the team, but what they do matches the team ability. So like, rather than giving them a trait or, you know, like improved targeting or whatever, just give them the team ability kind of thing, um, so I, I said, like, Gateway, he can carry eight. Uh, they I don't remember if they have to share a keyword or not, but he was from the XXS set. Um, carrying eight is a lot like the other team ability that can carry eight. So if Marvel just had a version of, you know, carry eight passengers, that would be, you know, great to give to Gateway because uh, then you don't have to have a special power on his card. He just has the team ability. Um Hyperion getting like the Avengers Initiative, which is one of the weirdest ones in my opinion. Avengers Initiative is a copy over of Superman uh, Ally, and it's improved targeting through hindering, and you can move through hindering. And there's a lot of people who are in the Avengers Initiative that like shouldn't be able to look through hindering. Like they don't have X-ray vision, they don't have you know they can't fly up and like look through bushes, they can't do anything like that. So um, why they can do it in the game doesn't really make sense but people like hyperion definitely can and it's weird that he can't or he doesn't have like that team ability uh so just stuff like that i'd like to see them make more generic like not uh team named kind of power or team abilities so that it's not necessarily like deadpool gets the x-men team ability instead of uh, I don't know, like Suicide Squad kind of style team ability or something like that. You know, something that makes more sense for the character rather than the team that they're on. Hmm. Okay. Sure, I can dig it. Uh, I kind of took it in a different way. Like, the Ninja Turtles never had a team ability. I thought it'd be really cool if they had, like, a shell-shocked or something. You know, make it the logo. Give it knock, to just knock. the main four. What? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? You about to get shell shocked? 
Ooh, wow. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think like, I felt really weird they didn't have a team ability. I understand not wanting to give them one, but I think they absolutely could have had a really cool one. And then the zombies that had uh, that were Sinister Syndicate members, Electro, Venom, Dr. Octopus, didn't have the Sinister Syndicate team ability, and that always felt really weird to me. So, like, those are just ones where straight up it's just not printed on their base. So I thought that would be really – it would just make more sense. They had Sinister Syndicate. They're members of the Sinister Syndicate. They had the keyword. Why not the team ability, you know? Yeah. And number 11, just to wrap us up here, last question. If you could have a team ability in real life, what would it be and how would you use it? I really like this one. Simeon. So my, I think my number one answer is the scroll team ability. It's getting in like shape change, so like cop pulls me over, and he's like, "Do you know how fast?" Oh no, Grandma, what are you doing in this car? And then I'm just like, "Oh, like let me go," and then I drive away, and I'm like, "Haha, rolled that six, wow. good on me." Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't speed. Uh, I can't. My car won't even let me. Um, ah. But no, so like. <laughs> I think scrolls would be cool just because uh, being able to be like a shapeshifter would be pretty neat or even just like get recognized as the wrong person, I guess, would be interesting. And then uh, mystics. So if like someone like shoulder checked me in a really crowded subway and then, you know, like all of a sudden they got a headache or something. Jeez, <laughs> Jeez like, dude. <laughs> what, a, what a petty use of mystics <laughs> ability. Well, I mean. All right. I don't. I don't know what. <laughs> Just wow. The wow, doctor pokes me with a needle, Simeon. and he also gets poked with a needle. <laughs> That's what you get for giving me uh, health care. How dare you! All right, sure. Uh, I chose the WWE team ability, which means I get to treat any blocking or hindering two plus blocking or hindering as ropes, which means I can bounce <laughs> off them and use flying leap to its fullest potential. Also, course, whenever you're home, you just get to move your full speed value for that's free. That's right. When I wake up, because multiverse <laughs> rules, baby. Multiverse <laughs> rules apply. When Every day I wake up, I get to move my full speed, whatever that is, my full speed value for free. So I'm already starting better than everybody else. And it's grand entrance, right? So that means I get, when I do that, I get my and my entrance music, like a band maybe comes out of nowhere. We could have fun with this. It could go a little wild. I, I'm 100% down for it. So, yeah. I just imagine you bursting into some place like the Kool-Aid Man. Yeah. And it's just oh, like... Yeah. Do, do, do. It's like... Sexy and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, thank you so much, Malcolm. That brings uh, the Malcolm Rush question box to a close. And sequentially brings this podcast to a close really quick i want to mention our patreon winners for october they were drawn for today on facebook live uh first place or we'll start with second place winner for the regenesis uncommons was mark h uh plus the soron super rare so we'll go ahead and get that out to you as soon as we get an address and the first place winner was mr clicks who won the uh rare colossal phoenix if you want to support everything we do check it out on patreon uh, not only does it go to help the podcast but it'll go to getting product for unboxing videos because right now it's just things that i buy and then i box if you want to maybe ask me to specifically unbox something maybe give a little on patreon and we can make a tier for that and then we can see if i specifically box some more stuff and then also for just making more videos in general i want to do a lot of 
uh, HeroClix gameplay videos, and those will need some kind of a budget since I'll want to film them with Simeon. And although he's only two hours away, and that is a pretty quick drive, all things considered, for what I'm used to, it is still a drive. So I would love to make more of those videos, and it'd be great to have a bit, uh, a bit of a budget for them. So think about if you support, if you like what we do, either on YouTube or just in the podcast in general, think about supporting us on Patreon. As always, Dial H for Heroclix is available on YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. You can find us on Facebook at Dial H, or Facebook.com slash Dial H for We have a email. If you want to go ahead and write us in, like how Malcolm writes us in questions, you can send those questions to Dial H, uh, sorry, G... <laughs> Goodness gracious, golly gosh. Dial H for Heroclix at gmail.com if you want to go ahead and send us those. And as always, we have a YouTube channel and a Twitter, which is Dial H4. That's the number four, Heroclix on Twitter. Simeon, is there anything you want to say before you read us out of here? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I guess we know what The Rock was cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's all I had to say. Thank you for getting that in. So now you can go ahead and re- read the bit. <laughs> Jeez. As <I'm> always. <laughs> can can I be fired? I want to be set free. Uh, You're never like, allowed to be. I'm sorry. This genie's ready to be out of his bottle. All right. With that, Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. Nice <laughs> 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 <laughs>